firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a battalion of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, Topics and principles we discuss span all kinds of professions. That being said, let's light the spark. The word samurai means one who serves. It was a title given to the renowned warrior class of pre-modern Japan. The elements that attract a lot of people, including me, to the ideals lived and practiced by the samurai are their fierce fighting style and strict sense of discipline. The kind of discipline that made the samurai a very admired as well as feared culture was their dedication of focus to their minds as well as their bodies. I've utilized a samurai proverb in my personal life for years, and it's helped me to focus on the balance that I must strike between my mind and my body. In fact, you hear it in the intro to my podcast every single time you listen. Civilize the mind but make savage the body. With the strict standards of physical fitness and mental fortitude that are required of us to even obtain a career in the fire service, who are we as firefighters if not modern day samurai? But does that mean that once we've earned the right to wear the Maltese cross on a t-shirt, that we're inherently entitled to stop progressing or being conscious in our efforts to be better people? The answer is a resounding no. We should be striving to earn that privilege every single day. In today's episode, I'll talk about the importance of living by a code. I'll go over the eight virtues of Bushido, the code of the samurai, and how we can implement those things into our lives to become better firefighters and better people. I'm sure I'm going to butcher this name, but here we go anyway. <laughs> Back in 1899, Inazao Nitobe wrote the book Bushido, The Soul of Japan. A few days after the warrior class was abolished, President Theodore Roosevelt felt that the principles found in the book were so important that he bought five dozen copies of the book to give to friends and family. And soon after that, it became an international bestseller. In the book, the author outlines the principles that people should adhere to if they want to become focused and chivalrous in order to improve their personal and professional lives and the lives of those around them. In the pursuit of, of continual self-improvement, guys, I'd like to share with you the eight virtues of Bushido. They are, number one, rectitude or justice. This refers not only to martial rectitude, but to personal rectitude and is considered the strongest virtue in the list. It was recorded that a well-known samurai defined this virtue in this way. 
Rectitude is one's power to decide upon a course of conduct in accordance with reason without wavering, to die when to die is right, to strike when to strike is right. Another referred to it this way, Rectitude is the bone that gives firmness and stature. Without bones, the head cannot rest atop the spine, nor hands move, nor feet stand. So, without rectitude, neither talent nor learning can make the human frame into a samurai. We have a sense for justice and doing what is right. We are asked how we show or how we have shown this quality in the past when we interview for the position of firefighter. Depending on our behavior and our beliefs, or at least our ability to communicate that behavior and or beliefs, we are granted passage into the fire academy and get a closer step to living our dream, our purpose. Number two, courage. Courage is only worthy of being counted among these virtues if it is exercised with the prior virtue of rectitude in mind. According to Bushido, Seeing what is the right thing to do and not doing that thing reveals a lack of courage. Basically, do the right thing. In this profession, we're often met with situations where a choice regarding courage is presented, and it is our decision as to how we will respond to that. This doesn't just relate to those things that we see in the field. Sometimes we're witness to things at the firehouse in regards to how others are being treated or things that may have become commonplace but are morally bankrupt. It comes down to us as individuals if we're going to exercise courage and do the right thing. Number three, benevolence or mercy. It was often said that the most important quality of a ruler was their sense and display of benevolence. People with the power to command and the power to kill were expected to demonstrate equal levels of mercy. When we're called to a scene, those people need help, period. They don't need us judging them or belittling them because they don't have uh, the intellect or resources to solve their own problems. Sometimes all that's required of us as firefighters is to provide solutions to problems that we would see as simple, but those we serve see them as complicated and sometimes impossible. And that's the whole reason we're hired to do this job is to solve problems and to do it in a way that shows mercy to the people we serve. Number four, politeness. Politeness is being conscientious of others' feelings. Your actions and behavior are rooted in how what you're doing will affect the feelings of those around you. That's by definition what conscientiousness is. Uh, I understand that We as firefighters sometimes don't take into account others' feelings because we get so focused on getting the job done, we get kind of a tunnel vision. However, I've been in plenty of emergency situations where life and death hung in the balance, but it was my level of politeness and being thoughtful about how my patient felt that made all the difference. I don't lie to my patients. If they ask me if things are bad, I tell them. I don't go overboard, I don't overdramatize, and I don't reduce what's happening. I give them the hard truth, but I'm still kind about it. I also tell them the things that my team and I are doing and what those treatments will mean. I've communicated in a calm, polite manner to members of my own team when the call is incredibly hectic, like when there's a code going down or a multi-trauma 
Not only is it respectful, but it helps set the tone for the event. If the scenario is already hectic and I just start spinning like a top and yelling orders and being rude while excusing it as a result of the hectic environment, then I'm just contributing to the chaos. I'm just contributing to the noise and I'm not being productive. However, if I can control myself and think of how my patient and my team are feeling, I can adjust the way I speak to them in such a way that helps them keep calm and focused. Number five, honesty and sincerity. When you don't follow through with the things you tell other people, you tend to lose credibility and with that goes trust. We live with each other for at least 24 hours at a time, so it's important to bring people into our organizations who are honest and real in their communications and dealings with their crewmates as well as members of the public. Number six, honor. To be honorable is to hold high value in your role and responsibilities. The sense of honor the samurai had was second to none. They were focused on their personal discipline in such a way that they never had to worry about bringing dishonor to those they served. From the lowliest blue-collar job to the most high-paying white-collar career, how we display the value we hold or the disregard and lack of respect for the duties and privileges it is of what we do reveals to those around us the honor we have or don't have. The kind of integrity and pride you take in your job, career, calling can be directly related to your reliability as a person when it comes to matters of trust and respect. Number seven, loyalty. Once hired on with a fire department, you usually stay throughout your whole career. There's a lot to be said about showing loyalty to the organization that took a chance on you. And look, I get it. There are a few circumstances that may cause you to seek employment with other agencies, such as higher pay, maybe a more positive culture, etc. But even then, you're seeking out an agency that you can be actively loyal to. I started out in a smaller rural fire department that had uh, very limited resources. They were great at managing those resources and had an incredible source of income due to owning the ambulances in the area, which helps them with their capital revenue. I was working as a BLS EMT while I was full-time there, and I was later approved to go to paramedic school and was about halfway through when I was hired for a larger department closer to home. I couldn't dismiss the opportunity to make more money and have more opportunity for growth and promotion, but I felt a bit guilty at the same time. This organization took a chance on me and paid my way through medic school. I couldn't just leave them high and dry. So after I got hired with my current organization, I stayed on as a reserve in efforts to help them out when they needed ALS coverage as a way to say thank you and show them that I appreciate what they did for me. Number eight, character and self-control. Character is how a person implements all of these virtues into their day-to-day lives and behaviors. The samurai were essentially men of action, people who took action when they saw a need. They weren't people who would walk by someone who needed their help or walk by a situation that needed attention. As firefighters, we're called to the scene where we are expected to take action. And while off-duty, it's rare for us to have the attitude of, oh, I'm off-duty, it's not my problem. As we see a need, we act. So now that we've gone over the eight virtues of Bushido and reviewed the qualities that the samurai held so dear, 
let's talk about some steps that we can personally take in order to become more disciplined in mind and body. Number one, there's uh, actually nine of these guys, so if you want to take notes. Uh, number one, meditate. Meditation helps to clear and calm the mind. If you are constantly in a state of anxiety and worry, then how can you expect to pull it together when you're in an environment of chaos? Meditation, either through a guided practice like yoga or simply spending 10 minutes clearing your mind to soothing sounds and music, can help you deal with daily stressors and prepare your mind for when things start spinning. Number two, have a set of values. Whether or not you decide to follow the virtues of Bushido, you should still establish a set of ideals and values that you'll agree to operate by. These values must be true to you and things you should be able to live by without some overly extreme action. Number three, train your body. You cannot perform the tasks that are required of you as a firefighter if you are physically incapable of doing so. This is why it's important to train your body in such a way that facilitates your ability to perform. The elements of cardio endurance, physical strength, and flexibility should all be factors when you construct and choose an exercise program that speaks to you. Make it a regular habit to the point where it becomes an unconscious part of your everyday life. Number four, eat a healthy diet. Notice how I didn't say go on a diet. There's a difference between eating a healthy diet and being on a diet. If you focus your daily habits on eating a healthy diet, then you'll remove the majority, if not all, of the physical health ailments that would otherwise cause problems for you. There may be times when a specific diet is required in regards to maybe lowering certain levels of fat or cholesterol or whatever, but by focusing on a healthy and balanced diet, you won't have to worry about going on a diet. Number five, seek to serve others. You know, if you're trying to become a firefighter or you already are one, this is already built into you. You already have that desire to serve. But it's important to remember to have a vision that's greater than yourself. Make a conscious effort to think of ways that you can serve other people. Volunteer your time, donate to charity, help a friend or a stranger. Whenever somebody asks you for help, don't turn them down. doesn't matter who it's from. If someone asks you for help, take that opportunity to serve and chalk it up to experience. Something to talk about possibly in a, in a firefighter interview. Number six, practice mindfulness. The samurai took part in the traditional Japanese tea ceremony, uh, which leveled all the classes of society. And by remaining mindful of the ceremony and the intricate practices involved, they ensured the enlightening experience for everyone who was involved. Mindfulness is essentially an extension of your meditation practice. Slow down and simplify your life in every way you can. Clean your desk off. Uh, you know, clean your, your bunk room, uh, simplify things, be mindful and pay attention to what it is that you're doing. Let go of the past. Don't worry about the future and focus on the moment and the task at hand. If you can find that you aren't the type, or if you find that you aren't the type of person who can just sit and do nothing, find a ritual that you can perform like washing and moisturizing your face making your bed, cleaning your fire truck and your equipment, like I mentioned just, just a second ago, cleaning your room, 
every Saturday um, in my organization is apparatus day. And that's where we clean the truck and equipment in great detail, like top to bottom. It provides me an opportunity to mentally check out, clear my mind and focus on the task at hand in a ritualistic way. So it helps me practice that mindfulness while I'm on duty. Number seven, practice art. The samurai were dedicated artists who practiced art, calligraphy, poetry, music, and painting, all kinds of things. I can almost guarantee that there's something that you could do or something that you do that could be considered art. Whatever it may be, take some time and dedicate it to let that creativity flow. Number eight, keep learning. If you aren't learning something, you're losing something. It's said that the samurai strive for the harmony between fighting and learning. A lot of the time, people in today's society finish their formal education and think, well, that's it. I no longer have uh, anything else to learn, which is total BS. Instead of having this limiting mindset, do everything you can to keep learning, keep searching, and keep growing. Stay hungry in that. Finally, number nine. Master your craft. Whatever the samurai were involved in, they made efforts to be the best at it. Find your calling, find what you're passionate about, and hunker down and invest your time in becoming a master of that thing. Being able to master something in your life puts you on the path to master anything. The samurai culture is something that I've always been fascinated with, and I've adopted the virtues of Bushido into my own life, which has helped me become a more focused person and helped me identify the kind of person that I want to be. I hope that you found this episode interesting and that you feel like you can incorporate some of these principles into your own life. If you do, you'll be a better person for it. Thanks again for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. If you enjoy the show, please leave a rating and review on your respective platform. I was recently informed that iHeartRadio doesn't allow you to leave ratings or reviews, but if you do me a solid and leave one on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, and tag me in a screenshot, I'll send you some official Ignited decals to throw on your helmet or hydro flask or wherever. Please subscribe and share the podcast with someone you think would enjoy it. As we delve deeper into these issues we cover, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And I'd also like to invite you to join the Ignited Firefighters Facebook group. This is where firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and discuss the challenges that we face and connect with others who are dealing with those same challenges. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.